Welcome to the More Than a Physique podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, online fitness coach, content creator, and competitive bodybuilder and powerlifter. In this podcast, we help you discover your inner athlete. Each episode will enhance your life as we provide you insights on all things health, fitness, and personal development. Now let's bring out your inner athlete. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the More Than a Physique podcast, where we discuss ways to ignite all areas of your life surrounding health, fitness, and becoming mentally elite. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, certified strength and conditioning specialist, sports nutritionist, and a certified pre- and postnatal coach with the Natty Hour. Before we get into today's episode, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Legion and the Natty Hour. Legion is an evidence-based supplement company that takes pride in ensuring that all products are backed by peer-reviewed scientific literature and are dosed at clinically effective levels. If you've been following me long enough, you know that I'm not one to push something that I don't believe in, especially supplements. But the fact that Legion has gone to great lengths to ensure such quality products is the reason why I have partnered up with them. If you are interested in learning more, be sure to visit legionathletics.com. You will also receive 20% off your first order if you use my code Jansen, J-A-N-Z-E-N, at checkout. Further information and links are in the show notes. Also, a huge shout out to The Natty Hour, which is my online coaching business that I run with my husband, Kyle Jansen. We exist to serve the drug-free strength and fitness community, from those who embody the discipline and determination to pursue the highest level of competition naturally, to those looking to improve their overall health and lifestyle. Our athletes range from being elite bodybuilders to the new mom looking to prioritize her health amongst a hectic schedule. Be sure to visit thenattyhour.com to learn more. Thank you so much for supporting the More Than a Physique podcast. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode on your social media. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, and welcome to season four of the More Than a Physique podcast, the first official episode of the season. So this is going to be episode 86. And as this episode is obviously kicking off the new year, I thought I would take some time today to talk about goal setting. Everybody is super excited to get going on their New Year's resolutions, their New Year's goals, and I thought it would be a helpful episode to discuss how you can be a little bit more strategic with setting up goals for yourself. Because obviously everybody is extremely excited to get going on their goals that they have for 2023. Whether those goals may be to lose a specific amount of weight, focus on body composition, maybe improve your health, maybe just focus on growing your business or, you know, just cutting back from eating out. Whatever your goals may be, I do think that it's very important to uh, just take a step back and be a little bit more strategic when it comes to setting up our goals. And the reason for this is because I think the majority of people kind of 
kind of start with their outcome related goal. They talk about, you know, I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to gain 10 more clients in my business. I want to be able to run a 10K. While those are all really great and ambitious goals, they're not taking into consideration the specific processes that are involved with actually accomplishing those goals. And I really do think that that can ultimately be the difference with actually accomplishing these goals or not. So what can we do to take a step back and maybe just pull back the layers a little bit more so that way you can feel a little bit more strategic and then that way this time next year you're not feeling like you're having to start all over again or you're just setting the same goals for yourself year after year after year. So what's a helpful starting point here? I think it's really helpful to just kind of set up a hierarchy of importance when it comes to setting your goals for yourself. So like I said, most people kind of start at those outcome related goals. So of course, with me being in the fitness industry, we are gonna kind of utilize body composition and fitness and health related goals going forward when it comes to examples. So most people, right? That outcome goal, that bottom line, I wanna lose 20 pounds. All right, so taking it a step upwards, right? That's like the low hanging fruit. Taking it a step upwards, you know, what are some of those more so intermediate related goals that are going to help us achieve those results? Some goals that come to mind here, and we have to be very specific when we are creating these intermediate related goals for ourselves. I want to focus on including more protein into my diet where I have a serving of protein three to four times a day. That's a process related goal that's going to help us achieve a desired outcome, right? So that's one example. Another example is I want to go to the gym four days a week at five o'clock on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursdays. Being that specific is super important versus just saying, I'm gonna go to the gym more. Well, that's great. That's a process related goal. That's a good start. But if you aren't more specific, there's actually a lot of research that shows that you're not as likely to actually adhere to that goal. So it's super important, right? When we are setting up these process related goals, for ourselves to take the time to be very specific. So going even back to the protein example, we don't just want to say, I'm going to eat more protein. Okay, great. That's a starting point. But how are you going to eat more protein? What's going to be involved in that? I'm going to include 20 grams of protein with four of my meals throughout the day. There you go. You're going to be more specific with that. Therefore, you're more likely to adhere to that process related goal. The reason why being super specific with your process related goals is because it helps hold you more accountable. A good analogy of this is going to the dentist, for example, right? We don't just like randomly say, ah, shoot, you know, it's been six months. I don't know when my next appointment is, but I need to go to the dentist. I better call and make an appointment. Maybe some people do that. I sure as hell don't. I know a lot of people probably don't either. This is why when we go to the dentist at like the beginning of the year, they set up that six month follow-up right then and there because <laughs> you're more likely to actually show up to that appointment, regardless if you have the time, regardless if you have some something going on, we still show up to that appointment because we actually put it in our calendars. Therefore, we are held accountable to it. So being super specific when we are creating these process related goals is important. So that is that first stepping stone, right? Where we have those process related goals that allow us to achieve that overall outcome. Next, we wanna take it a step further. This is the top of that hierarchy. This is the most important part that's gonna allow us to actually create more intrinsic motivation so we actually understand why we are doing what we are doing and we're more likely to adhere to it. Where we focus on creating identity-based goals. This is what's 
going to allow us to just generate more intrinsic motivation. So that way we feel more in line with these goals and we actually feel more motivated to adhere to them. If we don't really know why we are completing these process related goals, eating more protein, going to the gym regularly, walking more, all of these things to help us achieve that outcome, it's very easy to talk ourselves out of it because we all have those moments, right? Where I don't want to eat protein. I want the donut that's being served at work. I don't want to go to the gym. I want to sleep in because my bed is way more warm when it's minus 20 outside, right? So when we take it a step further at the highest level of importance, when it comes to our goal hierarchy, it allows us, like I said, to create that intrinsic motivation. So that's where we want to focus at the very top. The most important thing, creating identity based goals. So ask yourself, you know, these process related goals, your outcome related goals, why are you doing it? Why do you need to lose 20 pounds? Why do you need to focus on being healthier? You know, what's in it for you intrinsically? Why are you doing this? That's going to help you create an identity for yourself. So maybe it's so I'm a healthy person. I want to be more athletic. I want my grandkids to struggle to keep up to me. These are your whys. This is your purpose. This is why you are doing what you are doing. So understanding what your identity based goal is. So example, to be a healthy person, that's what's going to help you in those moments where you don't feel like doing something to still do it anyways. So that way you can generate that intrinsic related motivation that is often needed to achieve that overall outcome. If we are entering into the new year where all we are focused on is I want to lose X number of pounds and that's it. That's all you say to yourself throughout the year and that's the same goal that you set for yourself last year well ask yourself you know did you quit that goal last year if so when did you quit that goal last year did you last until the end of february maybe until march maybe you were lucky and you made it all the way to april and then the rest of the year just kind of fell by the wayside you know maybe it's because we didn't take that time to not only be more specific with the processes but we didn't take the time to create an identity statement for ourselves create those identity based goals that are going to be the ultimate reason that allows us to keep going and allow us to actually make those goals a reality. So that's step number one, you know, take the time to actually pull back those layers a little bit further and understand why you need to do what you are doing. If you don't know why you need to lose 10 pounds, it's going to be very challenging to actually accomplish that goal. It's going to be an uphill battle. And, you know, maybe you kind of discover for yourself that you're more extrinsically motivated to accomplish that goal. Ah, you know, my sister wants me to do this new year's challenge. So I said I would do it with her because they get a group rate and it's cheaper so I might as well. Ah, you know what, my doctor has been harping on me to lose weight and uh, I'm sick of hearing about it, so I'm gonna do it. You know, those reasons, those extrinsic related reasons, they may be good initial motivators to get the ball rolling, but they're not gonna help you and allow you to actually sustain those processes. So that kind of leads me into talking about motivation. And what a lot of people don't realize is that motivation is actually on a spectrum. There is a lower level 
of motivation and a higher level of motivation. So understanding where you fall on that spectrum can be very helpful with you deciding whether or not this is right for you. You know, do you actually want to lose 10 pounds? And if it is for extrinsically related reasons, your doctor, your friend, for example, you know, what can you do to maybe just kind of redirect that focus and maybe change your reason, your purpose, so that way you can move away from that extrinsically related motivator and uh, make it more of a intrinsically related motivator. And that takes time, that takes practice. And you know, even just having that level of self-awareness and discussion with yourself, it's a very helpful starting point. So like I said, on that spectrum of motivation, a lower level of motivation is gonna be more extrinsically related. You're doing something because you feel like you have to do something, or you feel like you're doing something because you're afraid that you're gonna get in trouble or something like that. If you don't lose weight, your doctor's not gonna leave you alone. So you feel extrinsically motivated and uh, you're doing the thing to allow you to lose weight out of guilt, not because you actually wanna do it. So how can we get you from here all the way to the higher end of motivation, the higher quality, which is to be more intrinsically motivated? What can you do to actually wanna lose weight because you feel better, you feel more energized, you know, you actually wake up each day where you feel excited to go to the gym and you don't really know why, you just do it because you've generated that level of intrinsic motivation for yourself. And uh, the best way to do this is to analyze your psychological needs. So this is a psychological term. You can Google the self-determination theory that talks about this. The three psychological needs that you want to ensure are being met is autonomy, competence, and relatedness. So let's use going to the gym as an example here. If that is, you know, your process related goal, right? Your outcome goal is to lose weight. The process goal is to go to the gym four days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. With going to the gym, are your three psychological needs of the task at hand being met? So for item number one, autonomy. This is where you feel like you have the independence to actually have control over your training sessions or perhaps your training routine. So do you feel like you're doing things out of pure enjoyment because you feel like you have made those choices for yourself or are you following a training program that you absolutely hate, you have no flexibility or adaptability with the program and uh, maybe you can't actually make those changes that you feel are warranted to make it more enjoyable for yourself. So that's the first psychological need that we wanna make sure is being met. The second one is competence. So do you feel competent to actually perform a task at hand? And if you're new to the gym, you know, this may take a while for you to actually feel like that psychological need is being met. So with analyzing these things, you know, you need to kind of assess, audit things and make adjustments. There's a lot of trial and error that's involved. So it's it's not going to be like a quick little adjustment where, oh, there's no competence that I feel like I have over my training session. Therefore, I'm just going to quit going to the gym. You need to give it the time to actually make those changes so that way you can move that needle from feeling extrinsically motivated to more intrinsically motivated. So when it comes to competence, the only way to improve that, and I would make sure that you feel like you have autonomy first and then visit the idea of you feeling more competent. But the only way to actually improve competence 
competence with your training, for example, here is to build more confidence. You know, there's this term in psychology, it's known as the competence confidence loop, where if you feel more competent, you're going to feel more confident. As you feel more confident, you're going to create more competence. So the only way to do that is to give it the time that is needed for you to actually master the task at hand. So say you don't feel competent with doing a bodyweight squat whatsoever. Well, you need to practice it, right? Give it a couple weeks to actually put that time and effort into practicing the movement pattern as your body adapts and you get stronger and the movement pattern becomes more efficient. Your confidence is going to go up because week one compared to week two, you're going to be like, okay, I feel a lot stronger with this movement pattern now. It doesn't hurt as much. I don't have to think about it as much. And as that confidence factor goes up, of course, you're going to be more competent. So that's the second thing that we want to pay attention to. The third thing is relatedness. So with relatedness, this is going to revolve around your environment, your support system. Do you feel like you have a solid support system in place? It's a lot easier to go to the gym on your birthday if you have friends and family around you who would do the exact same thing versus having friends and family around you who are going to make fun of you and make you feel guilty to some degree for going to the gym on your birthday. So obviously we don't get to choose our family and we can't cut everybody out of our lives, but what can you do to maybe more so include more of these types of people into your environment and having that level of relatedness where, you know, you can talk to other people about your training. You can talk to other people about your nutrition plan and you don't feel judged. You feel more supported and you're supporting each other. Having relatedness in a task is going to help increase your level of intrinsic motivation. So with your goal setting, when you are laying out your process related goals to help you achieve that overall outcome, what I would do is take it a step further when you're analyzing each of these goals for yourself and just kind of assess and audit your psychological needs and see if they are being met. If they aren't being met, that's okay. Give it some time to see what you need to adjust in your life, in your routine, in your choices that's going to help you to eventually move that needle towards that direction where those psychological needs of a task at hand are being met. And over time, you're going to feel way more intrinsically motivated to do the task at hand where you're not really having to think about it. You're not really having to argue with yourself every morning to get out of bed and go to the gym. You just know that, hey, this has got to be done. And therefore, we are going to roll out of bed without thinking about it and go to the gym. Is every day going to feel like that? Absolutely not. There's times where I talk to myself where I'm like, oh my gosh, the last thing I want to do when it's minus 30 outside is go get in my car and go to the gym. My bed is so much better and much warmer. I would prefer to stay here right now. As you have those conversations with yourself over time, it is going to be easier to kind of come back to that identity statement for yourself. That's what we want to do when we have those moments where we don't want to do something. We always want to come back to that identity-based statement that we've created for yourself. Well, I'm a healthy person or I want to be a healthy person. However, I don't want to go to the gym today. Then you need to take it a step further and ask yourself, well, would a healthy person skip the gym today just because it's cold outside? The answer is no, probably not. Then it's time to get up and go to the gym.
again. So having those conversations with yourself versus just reacting to that initial emotion where I don't want to go to the gym today, that is going to be the difference with actually fulfilling those outcome related goals that you have for yourself. So to summarize, step number one is to just kind of take out of your head, what are your outcome goals for yourself? Most people already have that in the back of their head. Like I said at the beginning, losing 10 pounds, going for a 10k run, building your business where you have 10 more clients this year. Whatever those outcome goals are for yourself, write those down so you know what you're trying to achieve. Then pull back the layers and set out some process related goals for yourself that are going to allow you to achieve that overall outcome. So those process related goals, well, if I want to lose 10 pounds, I need to go to the gym more. I need to include more protein in my diet. I need to eat out less. I need to not drink so much alcohol. Be very specific with setting up those process related goals. And then once you understand what your process goals are, take it one more step at the top of that hierarchy and ask yourself, well, why do I need to do this? What am I trying to accomplish? What type of person am I trying to be by putting all of this effort into these process related goals? Well, I wanna go to the gym more, include more protein, eat out less. That's because I wanna be a healthy person. And then that's your identity based goal. So that's what you always want to go back to in those moments where you don't feel like doing something, where motivation is lacking and uh, always just going back to what your purpose and your why is and by you know doing that it's going to allow you to generate that motivation that is needed to still get the task at hand done because you are gonna have moments where you don't feel like it with those process goals final step is to just audit your psychological needs are they being met with these process goals do you have autonomy over the goal do you feel competent with the goal and do you feel like there's a sense of relatedness with this goal if not what can you do to make those changes in in your environment, in your lifestyle, to make sure that those psychological needs are being met over time. And that's what's gonna help you sustain intrinsic motivation to still get the task at hand done. So let's make 2023 the year where we aren't setting the same goals for ourselves as we head into 2024. What I have done is I've actually created a PDF document that just kind of allows you to break down these steps for yourself a little bit more in a visual standpoint. So if you're serious about your goal setting for 2023, send me an email, thenattyhour at gmail.com, and I will email this PDF over to you. That way it'll be a helpful worksheet to allow you to take the time and be strategic with setting up your goals for 2023. All right, team, that about wraps up this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, if you found it helpful as a thank you to me, please do me a huge favor and be sure to share this on your social media. Maybe share it with your friends and family. And if you haven't already, please be sure to go leave this episode a review on iTunes. It really helps me out. It helps other people find the episode so we can ensure that we help more people just like this episode was able to help you. So thank you all. I look forward to chatting with you all again very soon. But until then, go out there, strive for more, be more, and ignite your inner athlete.